It's Window Nation's semi-annual sale, and it's a big deal. Right now, get 50% off all windows along with no interest for five years plus bonus savings when you schedule a consult today. If your windows leak, get foggy or hot, or you're paying high utility bills, that's a big deal. With Window Nation's semi-annual sale, you can replace your windows and save a big deal, too. Schedule a no-obligation in-home estimate now. Call 866-90-NATION or visit windownation.com. At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter by the qualities that are most important to you. Then book free 15-minute consultations with any therapist you're interested in seeing. And because 95% of therapists at Alma accept insurance, you can find care that's affordable too. You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit helloalma.com slash therapy30 to schedule a free consultation today. That's helloalma.com slash therapy30. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too, with the name your price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Let's get to the tweet heard around the world. As uh, my guy, Chauncey Gardner-Johnson, just letting it all hang out, Elliot. Uh, So why don't you do the honors considering... Uh, CJGJ, the big takeaway from this, I think even bigger than what he wrote, clearly an ESP fan retweeting. Yeah, I mean, ESP. he must you know, shadow follow me because he doesn't. No big deal to you. Yeah. yeah. But, and shadow also, follow. got to tweet some some buzz up to 90,000 views on the video. Um, well, it's funny. So I wake up this morning, you know, after four hours of sleep, and I see texts from, I think it's like you and Jack, like sending me the tweet. And at first, I'm like, did they Photoshop this? Like, why would Chauncey Gardner Johnson quote tweet my tweet? So he quote tweets the tweet of Gannon, who spoke yesterday, Arizona Cardinals head coach Jonathan Gannon. Mm-hmm. And he's, I asked him, uh, like, enemy, I like to call him enemy of Philadelphia, Jonathan Gannon, but let's go with Arizona Cardinals yeah, coach. The guy yeah. that helped them get to the Super Bowl, correct? Yeah. But, the guy that lost them the Super Bowl. Yes, yeah. got it. Got well, it, got so it. Did, okay, you know, whatever. We're not going to make We're, we're not doing that again. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, so. I asked Gannon yesterday, like about, uh, it was a lot of questions about the Super Bowl, and he did not seem in a mood to discuss it. Like, oh, you want to say he yeah. answered your question, probably because, like, you know, you had his yeah. back. So he's like, back, oh, yeah. I'll gally it up. McLean asked a question. He's like, nope, sorry, pal, shutting yeah. it down. Nothing well, else to say. Move on. I will say, thanks, John. I do J-G, feel a little bad. It's like his introduction, you know, like it's like his. Uh, like introduction to the NFL world as a head coach. And he has to sit there and talk about the game, but it is what it is. When you don't talk after the game, this is what it is. So it's, I asked him a, about a the part Bowl. of the job. Yeah, it's part of the job. I asked him about the Super Bowl, and he says, I'm paraphrasing, but what you would expect, I had to do a better job. We weren't good enough. Like blah, 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 whatever. Right. So Chauncey Gardner Johnson quote tweets this morning. Have to wonder if he was up late considering he tweeted it and then said he went back to sleep, but he, uh, he tweeted essentially you didn't put us in position to make plays and then deleted it. So 
I mean, which, I don't think you're going to be Which we all know with CJGJ, this guy is on Twitter a lot. He tweets a lot. He knew, oh, 100%, he yeah. knew it was a tweet and delete. He knew that people were going to take screenshots. He yeah. very, like this was very purposeful. So, I mean, look, I think we all know what my opinion is going to be on this. Uh-huh. But like, this is what I don't get. So the, the tweet itself and then the topic. The tweet itself, obviously, you shouldn't tweet it. I appreciate people are honest. I, I am of the like the ilk, is that the phrase? Of when I hate when athletes say you? something. Thank you. I hate when athletes say something honest and then we're like, how could you say that? And then when they say nothing, we're like, well, they didn't say any, you know, like I appreciate him saying how he feels. I do. But the world is the world that we live in. And he knew it was going to be like this. He's a free agent. I I just like, what, what does he gain from ripping Jonathan Gann? Like, what does he gain from that? Like at the end of the day, you know, if Gannon, didn't put him in positions to make plays in the Super Bowl. Then does Gannon like deserve credit for all the interceptions? Like it can't be both ways. It can't be when the defense is bad, the the coach was bad, but when the defense was good, it was just the players. Like I think it's a mixture of both. And also, like Chauncey Gardner Johnson's right. Gannon wasn't good in the Super Bowl. I've I've been Gannon's one of Gannon's biggest defenders. Right. I don't think I've said once on this pod that the defense was good in the Super Bowl. They were bad in the second half. They absolutely were. So at the end of the day. Chauncey Gardner Johnson's right. He was like the defense was not good in the Super Bowl. And but I just don't get what he benefits. I don't get how he benefits from ripping Gannon like this. Like what's well good. I, I agree with you. I think it was it was really dumb of him to do it, especially again, as you mentioned, as a free agent. You know, like I don't know how it possibly yeah. could help his value. Well, but I saw but, really funny, I did see a funny tweet. Uh Ike Reese tweeted at me something like, Why would you do this when there's 32 teams that you could sign with? Don't think he's going to Arizona. If I no, yeah, I think he's going Arizona out of the race for the yeah. Uh, but here's the thing. Here's the thing. I, I think that it only adds credence to it, though, right? Like Chauncey Gardner Johnson knows he has nothing to gain from doing this, and yet he still felt compelled to do it. He is that annoyed, or or doesn't like Gannon, or whatever you want to call it, whatever you want to say. To put that out there when it it could actually, and I don't think it'll ultimately hurt his bottom line, but theoretically, it could hurt. It definitely could. Chauncey Gardner Johnson makes in the NFL, like so, he feels really strongly about it. That is my takeaway from this, and I think it it just shows. Like, I think how could you not take this and saying that? Look, players on the team didn't love playing for Gannon that much, or at least a certain portion. We heard Fletcher Cox talk about it when Gannon was here and, you know, talk, throw some things out there and all that type of stuff. But I don't know how you could look at this as any other way than at least certain players on the team were not fans of playing for Jonathan Gannon. Like, I I think it's, and and again, the fact that he had this much to lose from doing it monetarily, I think the fact that he did it really says something about how that locker room felt about Gannon personally. Yeah, uh, I, I would agree with that. I think like you, uh, you talk about the Fletcher Cox stuff last year, talking about Gannon. You talk about this, like, yes, I would agree that this is probably a hint or a look into somehow the players feel about Gannon. Now, I do think sometimes, and I think this was the case with Carson Wentz and with like Chip Kelly. You can not you, but we will do a thing where we do like, well, the locker room doesn't like them. The reality is, there's probably plenty of players in the locker room that like. There's shades Wentz. of gray. Yeah, sure. like so Chauncey did this and I would guess that, you know, 
they're not friends because you know me and you are friends. I would never rip you, but I definitely wouldn't do it on Twitter. Like, no, so if you were gonna rip me, you'd call me up and be like, "Bro, what the yeah, hell?" Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Well, I'm not confrontational, so I'd probably just no. You're not. You're yeah. not. I'm way. I'm way more confrontational. Than yeah, I, but, I would. I would call you and be like, "Elliot, what the hell?" Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't get a tweet being like, uh, Elliot didn't put me in a position to have a good pod. No, yeah, no, that yeah. would not happen, buddy. But um, yeah, I, I think it's an indication that Chauncey Gardner-Johnson is not a Gannon fan. But I also think this goes back to like why I said that I wouldn't hire him as a head coach. Like I've never got the feeling that the players like loved Gannon. I, I think that, he, I mean, you know, he helped a lot of them have a career year. Like Chauncey Gardner-Johnson is going to get paid a lot of money because of the year he had. And you know, Chauncey Gardner-Johnson's a great player. Hassan Reddick is a great player. The guys that had great years are great players. But ultimately, Gan- like, we, we can't pick and choose when Gannon gets credit when he doesn't. Like, Gannon helped these guys have career years in his defense. Doesn't mean Gannon was a good coordinator. It doesn't mean Gannon was, like, a great coordinator. It doesn't mean that he wasn't his fault they lost the Super Bowl. But the reality is, if you're Chauncey Gardner-Johnson, you just, in Gannon's defense, had a career year that's going to make you a lot of money. Like, he traded for you. He played you at the position. Well, he didn't play. trade for him. I mean, whatever, how he fine. did. His yeah. team. Like, whatever. They The Eagles traded for you. The Eagles played you in the position you wanted to play. They're going to – you're going to make a lot of money. I just – again. I mean, I but think- it seems like Chauncey thinks he could have done better with a different coordinator. Like, what does that say? But the what does defense, that say? The defense was, was good. Was actually, I'll take that back. The defense it was, was super great. talented. Uh, it was yeah, as talented a defense as we've had good. here since they the were 90s. bad in the Super Bowl. Everyone thought they were going to be bad in the Super Bowl. I don't think any people realistically deep down thought they were going to shut down Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid. And so it's like, you know, you didn't put his position to make plays. Like, yeah, man, he got out coached by Andy Reid. We know this. We know this. This is not breaking news to anybody. We watched the game. He was outcoached by Andy Reid. My only argument has ever been there's not a ton of shame in that. Like, it's disappointing. I agree. He's outcoached and outplayed by every good quarterback he ever faced in an Eagles game. We're talking about the Super Bowl. But but again, we're not. Like, this is not just the Super Bowl. Chauncey Gardner-Johnson does not put that tweet out there if it's just about the Super Bowl. It's about Jonathan Cannon. It's about how he yeah. feels about Jonathan Cannon. Like, if, if he loved JG and had a great year with him and then just messed up in the Super Bowl, he doesn't do that. He doesn't put that out there. He put it out there because he doesn't think Jonathan Cannon's as good as his job as everyone else does, or at least the NFL does. Like, right. that, that he was making a point saying this guy's not that good. This guy is not good. He said, you did not do your job, is what he yeah. said publicly to the freaking world. Like, you can't like shirk that off. Like this I'm is not a- shirking it off. I agree. He's saying Gannon did a bad job. My only counter I'm saying is we all saw he did a bad job in that game. So, but I think like- he did a bad job. I just I think Gannon, and I've said this the whole time, is not that good a defensive coordinator. He had the best, most talented defense we've had here in 30 years or whatever since like the Reggie days, practically, just in terms of pure talent on the defensive side of the football. And he and they got a lot of sacks. The the upfront guys were awesome and right. got to the quarterback and stuff. And Gannon, like Gannon, I don't think Gannon's the worst defensive coordinator ever, but I don't think he makes teams better. I think if you give him a lot of talent, he'll do a fine job, he'll do a good job. But if you don't have talent, he's gonna stink. And I just I just think he's not that good a coach. That that's where and I'm at with Jonathan Gannon. Honestly, like, I think what, he's a fraud as a like a, okay. again, you know, in terms of like like the whole Sirianni thing, like connecting with players, like I think he's got no chance to be Nick Sirianni with that type of I, stuff. Pew, 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 pew. And again, the this. players who he was coaching already talking out on him after the defense had a career season. He's still getting guys. He's and he's gone. Like I, I just 
this is such a statement and a, 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 a showing to me that it, it, I feel validated with my thoughts on Gannon because I well, think the Gannon, I think the locker room thought Gannon was overrated. What's so funny is parts like, of the locker. It's so funny how we've debated Gannon on this pod for, I mean, two years now, pretty much like a year and a half, whatever. And how you just described Gannon, like, I agree with most of that. My point was never, <laughs> my point was never that Gannon is some like phenomenal defensive mind. My point was basically like he, while he was a coordinator this year, they had a great defense and they struggled against great quarterbacks because defenses struggle against great quarterbacks. Like we'll talk about Sean Desai, I'm sure coming up. Yep. I got news for you. Like Sean Desai is probably going to run pretty much the same defense Gannon does. Like it is what it is, right? But so, will he adjust? Will he be able to adapt? Will he change what he's well, doing Gannon against better quarterbacks? Adjust. He's Indeed. going to, I'll bet. Like, Gannon, dude, they they went through a stretch of the of the year where they had like the second, like the best second half defense in the NFL. Now again, you're gonna players. say they didn't play anybody. I get it, and but they like, didn't. They had great players, and they played no quarterbacks. And they had a great yep. defense. They had great players, and they had a great defense so until like, they I, played a great quarterback. And never, a great we don't have coverage. to make this a Gannon debate, but like to back to the tweet, right? I do agree with you that this is probably a hint into how players feel about Gannon. Like, no question about it. Like, uh, like he tweets that out. It's not a thought he had when he woke up right away. It's probably something the players have talked about over the last few weeks. It's probably something they talked about leading up to the game. Like I, I agree with you on all that, right? So it is a bad look for him to tweet it. But you are right that I also think this is an indication of how the players, or at least you know a subsection of the players, whatever, felt about Gannon. 